0: Mike, Check 717. This is Eric T. Jones, aka Brother Jones, and I just need five minutes of your time. Today, I'm going to share my thoughts about President Joe Biden's Supreme Court nomination, the Honorable Katanji Brown Jackson, aka Black Woman Supreme. You did it, Joe. You did it. Joe, you did it. You're the first president to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court, even though you're failing the bill back better. You did it, Joe. The Supreme Court was established on March 4, 1789. That was 232 years ago. Out of these 232 years, black people endured 76 years of slavery, 100 years of Jim Crow, and 56 years in counting of systemic racism. Out of these 232 years, there have been two black Supreme Court justices, Thurgood Marshall and his replacement, Clarence Thomas, a.k.a. Uncle Tommy. Now that's some conservative poetic justice. Out of these 232 years, there have been five women Supreme Court justices. The first was Sandra Day O'Connor. The second was Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a.k.a. the Notorious RBG. The third is Sonia Sotomayor, the first Latina Supreme Court Justice. The fourth is Elena Kagan. And the fifth is Amy Coney Barrett, And now it looks like the sixth woman will be a black woman. Out of these 232 years, there have been 115 justices. Guess how many are white men? 108. Let that sink in. Out of these 232 years, there have been 108 white men. One and a half black men. I mean two black men. And out of the five women justices, four are white women. You see where I'm going? Like any American institution, the Supreme Court has a diversity, equity, and inclusion problem, and Jackson's nomination won't erase 232 years of exclusion. Don't get me wrong, I think we have every reason to celebrate Jackson, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Keep in mind, the Supreme Court will still have a conservative supermajority for the foreseeable future, and while the symbolism of a black woman Supreme Court justice is significant, If she's confirmed, the best she can give us right now is a dissenting opinion. I think Jackson's forthcoming Senate Judiciary Committee hearing and Senate vote will reveal why it took 232 years for a black woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court. I recently read an article that suggests that Jackson's road to confirmation may be rocky. Just consider the comments made by Senate Republicans regarding her nomination. Senator Lindsey Graham, a.k.a. Grumpy Graham, said her nomination means the radical left has won President Biden over yet again. If that were truly the case, he would have forgiven student loan debt by now. Though Graham preferred Judge J. Michelle Childs, one of the three black women President Biden was considering for his nomination, he should be careful with his language. Regardless of his intentions, associating radicalism with blackness ignites radical whiteness, and we don't want that. Some of us know the historical implications of such irresponsible rhetoric. Nevertheless, Graham added that he expects a respectful but interesting hearing in the Senate Judiciary Committee. I don't know what he means by interesting, but get your popcorn ready. Senator Mitch McConnell, a.k.a. Mischievous Mitch, said that Jackson was the favorite choice of far-left dark money groups that have spent years attacking the legitimacy and structure of the court itself. Well, Mitch, you got to admit while the court has had some legitimate moments and has also had some illegitimate moments. Senator John Cornyn said, Ultimately, I will be looking to see whether Judge Jackson will uphold the rule of law and call balls and strikes or if she will legislate from the bench in pursuit of a specific agenda. So, Johnny, you're saying the conservative justices don't have an agenda? Hmm. Senator Tom Tillis was in lockstep with Cornyn. He said he had serious concerns that Jackson would legislate from the bench instead of following the Constitution and federal law as written. Oh, you mean the Constitution that said black people were three-fifths of a person? The ironic thing about these statements is that they all come from white men who are Southern senators. The Shady South lives on. At the end of the day, I'm happy for the Honorable Tanji Brown Jackson. The Supreme Court was long overdue for a black woman Supreme Court justice, but I urge you to pay close attention to Jackson's Senate Judiciary Committee hearing. Pay attention to the questions, pay attention to the responses. I'm sure she's had her fair share of experience with microaggressions, but the Supreme Court is next level. That's all pay close attention to the conservative's emphasis on whether she is qualified to serve on the highest court in the land. Though I expect her to endure this hearing with excellence, I also expect it will ultimately reveal why it took 232 years for a president to nominate a black woman Supreme Court justice. Well, my five minutes are up. Keep your head on the swivel until next time.